From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. Police say while an investigation continues into an armed robbery which happened on August 6th on McClendon Drive, Georgetown, they need your help in identifying a man who was captured on CCTV footage taken during the incident. Superintendent Peter Lansdowne says although this footage has been circulated previously in the media, with persons apparently claiming to know who the man in the footage is, no one has come forward to provide this information to the police. He says while media commentary can potentially provide us with intelligence, not having proper witness identification impacts the ability to take the necessary steps to bring the perpetrator to justice. Police are appealing to members of the public who may know who this person is to do the right thing and come forward. The footage can be viewed on the rcips.ky website. Anyone with information, you're asked to contact Georgetown CID at 949-4222. Anonymous tips can also be provided directly to the RCIPS confidential tip line at 949-7777. The laws governing social welfare programs in Cayman are set to get an overhaul. More from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. The Pact administration has published new potential legislation that will kickstart, quote, sweeping wholesale changes to modernize government's involvement with social development. The landmark financial assistance bill would replace the Poor Persons Relief Act with a modern legislative framework, which will set the stage for more effective service, public finance accountability, and a bridge to self-sufficiency for able clients. Minister responsible, the Honorable Andre Ebanks, tells Radio K-Man if passed, the bill will confirm who's eligible for government's financial assistance and include the introduction of conditions that will be attached to funding, in particular for households with adult members who are able to work. The bill also builds in transparency and accountability for decisions, including dealing with grievances and setting up a new appeals tribunal. Once the law is passed, the Needs Assessment Unit will also be renamed Department of Financial Assistance. Acting Chief Officer Tamara Ebanks. If passed by Parliament, the Financial Assistance Bill will repeal an essentially two-page act originally enacted in 1964 that was last updated 25 years ago. It is a concrete demonstration of the profound commitment of the Ministry of Investment, Innovation and Social Development to reimagine social development in the Cayman Islands. Minister Ebank says in concert with the Financial Assistance Bill, many transformative changes to government's financial assistance have been underway by the ministry and will continue. People who are in a position to require government's financial assistance deserve to be treated with dignity and compassion. This is evident even in the title of the new legislation, which delivers a comprehensive replacement for the outdated and egregiously named Poor Person Relief Act. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. Amendments are set to come aimed at improving the Accountants Act. Details from Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins. Two of the three key provisions of the Accountants Amendment Bill 2022 are designed to ensure clarity in legal definitions and allowing additional licensing conditions for public accountants. The third provision expands the membership categories for the Cayman Islands Institute of Professional Accountants, which regulates the accounting profession in our jurisdiction. Limited liability partnerships in the Cayman Islands can be used to structure professional businesses, including accounting firms. Accordingly, the Accountants' Amendment Bill takes the step to include LLPs in its definition of firms of public accountants. The bill broadens SEPA's scope to issue public accountant licenses with conditions. The Accountants' Act currently allows conditions to be attached only in relation to limited-duration temporary licenses for persons on temporary work permits. By broadening the scope, 
SEPA would be able to issue licenses with conditions under other circumstances. For example, when a new practitioner has experience that would be sufficient for simple engagements, but not for complex or public interest entity engagements. Currently, deregistration happens only when a sole practitioner or relevant firm fails to renew its license. The bill proposes to allow a sole practitioner or relevant firm to also surrender its license and also for SEPA to cancel registrations under appropriate circumstances. SEPA has worked collaboratively with the ministry to ensure that the accounting regulatory regime is clear across multiple pieces of legislation and that it's sensible and fair in its oversight of practitioners. I also appreciate SEPA's recognition that wisdom from retired members of the profession and the fresh perspectives from those entering the ranks will help strengthen the local discipline of accounting. That was the Minister of Financial Services and Commerce, the Honorable Andre Ebanks. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The bill will be presented to Parliament by the Minister for Financial Services and Commerce, the Honorable Andre Ebanks. Diabetes ranks among the top three illnesses leading to disability in Cayman. The, the population that are five years and older, um, that's approximately 65,000 persons. And when we look at the medically diagnosed illnesses of that age, five and older, there are three top uh, illnesses that were diagnosed. Diabetes was, so of the 65,000, those diagnosed with illnesses was 8,400. But of that 8,400, the top three illnesses were diabetes, almost 3,000 persons, 2,995. Speaking on Radio Caymans, for the record recently, Financial Secretary and Chief Officer for the Ministry of Finance and Economic Development, Kenneth Jefferson, notes in the 2021 Population and Housing Census Report, the second leading illness was arthritis, with 1,439, followed by cataracts, making up 1,305. Those illnesses uh, translate into disabilities as well. So we go to another section of the of the document, we find detail about persons and their disabilities that they suffer. There were approximately 2,400 persons that said they had difficulty seeing, and that was a top um, disability, which corresponds with the top illness of diabetes um, being diagnosed as well. So there's a direct, quite natural and expected correlation between the illness and the disability. In the 2021 Census Report for Disability and Health Insurance, approximately 93.1% of the employed population had health insurance, 0.2% were deemed uninsurable, while 5.3% had no insurance. You're encouraged to head to the ESO.KY website for the full 2021 Population and Housing Census Report. Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance and Economic Development, the Honorable Chris Saunders, says one of the things government is looking at is wellness in the workforce. And even right now in um, government, one of the things that we're looking at is start within our own civil service is actually to put in an executive um, medical check, literally on just about over 4,000 civil servants. I mean, yes, it may cost us, I mean, a couple of million dollars well just to get that, you know I mean, done. But if we can start that process now, for those who have never had one before. And you start looking at certain markers, because again, you see diabetes out there being um, one, and speaking from my own personal experience, where at one point I was pre-diabetic, and I literally had to go to lose like 50 pounds because I made up my mind I did not want to become diabetic. You know what I mean? 
while I may have had um, a medical health check that made me realize that I was pre-diabetic. I mean, I do recognize that we also need to get the same thing. Minister Saunders says he's hoping if government takes on this initiative, the private sector will follow suit. When it comes to wellness, he says an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. And I mean, when you have people living longer, you know, it's important for them to actually be living healthier. You know, so that's why we want to start pushing wellness a lot to start looking at many of these things and people can start seeing certain health markers from now and start making adjustments in their life before it becomes an emergency. That's Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance and Economic Development, the Honorable Chris Saunders. Registration is now open and the Minister for Tourism is hoping you'll join him for this year's Caribbean Aviation Day Conference. As the Minister for Tourism and Transport, I'm excited to be hosting the CTO Business Meeting and Youth Conference and the annual IATA Caribbean Aviation Day. These events will be held from the 12th to the 15th of September here in the Cayman Islands. In a promotional video, the Honorable Kenneth Bryan says after two years of challenges brought on by the pandemic, his colleagues within government, fellow ministers of tourism from around the Caribbean and senior aviation officials, are focused on rebuilding a more competitive transport sector within the region. The theme of this year's Caribbean Aviation Day is Recover, Reconnect, Revive, and will address various topics including aviation sustainability and multi-destination travel in the region. To register, head to events.bizabo.com forward slash Caribbean AD. Meanwhile, several Cayman leaders spent last week in Jamaica for high-level tourism and labor talks. CHTV's Donna Bush has more. Minister for Tourism and Transport, the Honorable Kenneth Bryan, has met with the Honorable Edmund Bartlett, Jamaica's eminent Minister of Tourism, for strategic tourism-focused discussions ahead of the International Air Transport Association, or IATA, Caribbean Aviation Day being held right here in the Cayman Islands on the 14th of September. Now, the visit to Jamaica is jointly conducted with the Deputy Premier, the Honorable Christopher Saunders, with subject areas common to both tourism, border control, and labor being discussed. Minister Saunders visited the renowned Hart NSTA Trust to learn more about the TVET training initiatives being developed and delivered in Jamaica. Deputy Premier Saunders also paid a courtesy call on the Most Honorable Andrew Holness, Prime Minister of Jamaica, to deliver a letter on behalf of the Premier, the Honorable Wayne Panton, and the people of the Cayman Islands, congratulating the people of Jamaica on 60 years of independence. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.